Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. Ooh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. On today's podcast, we're going to be recapping a hell of a trip in Boston. Um, the podcast boys and their wives made it out. Uh, we'll recap that. PGA, uh, awesome finish to that. Celtics, game three, blow up. Um, and we might even touch up on a little uh, goal of win just to see if he, you know, remembers what it feels like in fantasy. So, got a few things to recap. Might be a little bit of a shorter episode where uh, <laughs> we're toying with new things. So, like, I fucking you know, hate you. We're toying with new I things. I legitimately so fucking hate you. You know, do we do one draft a week or do we, you know, do we do a draft every episode? You know, let us know what you think. I mean, we've heard a few different things like, hey, maybe just do one a week or maybe, you know, do this or that. So we're just trying to think. So today might be a little bit of a short episode. We're just not no draft this week uh, for today's podcast, but we will do the recap of the weekend. Um, let's start out with our uh, trip. How are you guys feeling? Are you still hungover? No, I, I haven't, I know I wasn't actually like super hung over this morning. Um, I just, I've kind of felt off all day, you know, like, um, stomach was, you know, in peril, uh, for most of the day. Um, but you know, I, I know I feel fine now. Just tired. I was struggling this morning. Uh, Show dog had to finish the drive home for us. I drove down. Show dog had to finish the drive out for me because I was just hurting so bad. Uh, at this point of the day, though, I'm fine. I just I'm tired more than anything. So, but I'm I'm completely fine right now. I feel great. Like I felt really. This is probably a bad thing. Like this probably just shows who I am. But I felt really good after a hard night of of getting after it. And we started like pretty <laughs> early. So yeah. I don't well, think, I think that, we, well, like, yeah. it used to be something to brag about, but now it's like, Oh boy, you probably shouldn't brag about that. Uh, no, but I will say I got to like one and then I was like, I am so freaking tired. So I went upstairs like to our bed and brought the baby and we just crashed. Um, <laughs> like woke up with like drool on the, on the, on the pillowcase and everything. I was out of it. Um, and then I was like, all right, well now it's time to finish this, you know, drinking sesh. It's time to get some Chinese. So that's, that's how the shore dogs, uh, recover from a good night, uh, on a Saturday. How long was the nap? Um, the nap was probably like an hour and a half, two hours. Nice. It was a power a nap. One, yeah. I, I like took the complete opposite approach instead of like abusing my body any more than i you know more than i did like yesterday and this morning i had a salad and some grilled chicken for dinner i was like oh, i'm dude. gonna start i'm gonna finish the weekend off on a healthy note 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also not Gary. I'm not gonna promise you when we get done this, I'm gonna go upstairs and probably crush a pint of ice cream too. So. <laughs> I was so tomorrow's gonna be my day where I'm like gonna change, but I need that Chinese because it's just like that greasiness recovers the body. Oh, I, no I, question. I think we can all agree on this that the seats we had were pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yep. if you haven't. If you're looking for good seats, because I know, like, Fenway is so fucked up, dude. Like, you could sit in right field and be facing, like, center field. It's really mm-hmm. weird. We sat Sam Adams' deck. If you look on our Twitter, I know there's a photo. I don't know if we put one up on Instagram, but... Um, uh, put it up. I had one on the story, but... There you go. Yeah. So, awesome seats. We got, like, a table. Yeah. Um, By the time Lynn and Fergola bought tickets, there was no tables, but we were like, fuck it, we'll just sneak them down. Well, they had the table next to us no one ever showed so right. they, they had for, for people i mean there's probably what 40 50 tables up there maybe yeah because there's two, yeah. two probably rows. 20 two rows 20 and the, every single one of them had people at it except for the table next to you nobody showed yep. up it was great so we sat there the whole game i was a little hesitant because i'm you were so I, goddamn I, nervous dude for the first I, well, no, it's not it's not like it's like a nervous thing like i was gonna get in trouble but it's such an awkward fucking yeah. moment when somebody comes down and is like, hey, you're in my seat. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, I made a mistake. Well, no, I, I knew I didn't make a mistake. I was just fucking hoping you didn't show up. Yeah. But, um, that no, those I would recommend anybody who wants to give us a chance to sit up there, um, do it. The only thing is I would like to see what it is at, like on a, at a night game there because as sunny as it was and shit there yesterday, it was very difficult to pick the ball up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like until the thing hit the outfield grass or whatever, it was like you're like where the where the fuck is it? Like you didn't know what yeah. the hell was going on. But the and one of the keys that one thing I love about up there and monsters the same way, you have your own bathrooms and your own concession stands. So you, well, so you don't wait too much. I guess we waited a decent amount for the well. There, but... I think one of the best parts about that though is that you can just order drinks mm-hmm. from your table and the a waiter yeah. will bring it to you so i think that's so clutch you don't want to get up just if you want to keep watching the game or whatnot no you're just lazy don't want to wait in line like that's that was clutch uh it was also nice like where we could stand up and not have to worry about people being blocking views behind you so that was pretty nice uh i will say i was quite winded after walking up the stairs to get up there (laughs) a little out of shape but, there is an um, elevator, though, right? Yeah. There is. yeah. I mean, by the end of the game, I think I was feeling pretty good. I was, like, dancing around up there. So um, plenty of room, no, was... uh, great atmosphere. The people, like, we were having fun with people around us. We were chatting with them. It was, like, mm-hmm. if you're, I think if you're, like, going for a good time with a group of people, it's definitely something to look into. But if you're, like, going to go to watch, you know, somebody, you know, beaver throw and you want to see his, his pitches, you're now that you need to get closer than that. Yeah. You're not going to see like that kind of stuff. But if you're just going for the atmosphere, um, yeah. which we were, it was friggin awesome. Like, I think mm. Katie, Katie didn't even know if the Red Sox won until today. Uh, yep. she, she asked me earlier, she's like, who even won the game yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> That's how good of a time we had. I mean, and it was, a, it was, was it was a uh, great game, too. I mean, the Seattle scored, I think, what, four or five, four, four in the first inning. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh boy, this could be a long one. Um, oh, Sox come back. I think they took the lead in the eighth. Um, so it, it was a good one. I mean, I we got down to what Cask and Flagon at eleven thirty. Yeah, right around that time. It is like it, we got to the point where we walked into Cask and Flagon, and and Andy's wife looked at us and said, "Are we sure there's a game today?" Because <laughs> there was like nobody there. Um, by the time we got by the time we got done eating lunch, uh, it started to fill up. But um, 
Yeah. How about um, the Red Sox win today? Man, they're they're on a they're Franchi. on one right now. Franchi they're with on a one, grand yeah. salami Franchi. to win it. Imagine being there that. yesterday for that for that a walk off grand oh. slam. That would have been cool. That would be fr- that would be wild. But did you see the highlight of it? There was like nobody in the bleachers. No. Yeah, I, I did see, see that. That was nuts. You that want, must like, have been because of the 90, 90 something degrees day. Oh yeah, it was hot. Today. Maybe. But if you watch the yeah, if you go back and watch that highlight, there is it's like there's people probably 20, 25 rows behind the uh, bullpens, and then it's just open seats everywhere. And I'm like, what the what is going on? Yep. But I don't know what happened because it, it was pretty busy yesterday. Yeah, the Sox yeah, have uh, played was... themselves into a wild card spot, but I mean they're not in one now, but they're only three games out of a wild card at this point. So, I mean, yeah, huge series right there, a four game sweep, six massive. I think they, I think they've won six out of seven too. They took two out of three from, yeah, from the uh, Astros. Astros. So. Yeah, yep. And it's weird. This team starts, this team hits and they freaking start winning games. Yeah. Tra- speaking of people hitting, Trevor Story. He got yeah. hot. Good, really good feeling. Another dinger today, too. Yeah, he is dominating. Well, I think um, a stat I yeah, saw so was that uh, he hit that three-homer game, and he stole a base, and he's only the second player ever in history to do that. I didn't see who the first person was, but... I think second kind of second baseman to ever do it. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. That's still shocking. I was going to say, because that's... Yeah. yeah. Three homers was and a Soriano? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't was know. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't even see who it was. Soriano. I haven't heard that name oh. in a while. He was a 30-30 guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we so we left uh, Fenway and we went uh, headed over to the point. Um, it's kind of a favorite spot of ours, dating back to when the East Regional was in Boston, whatever it was, seven eight years ago, Shory. Yeah, for March Madness. So we yeah, pointed up to a high top and um, continued to. Food. Work on our liquid diets and uh, watch the Celtics put up a wonderful fucking display. And what a transition right into the Celts. We'll, we'll, we can jump into that. Mm. Um, absolute stinker. It stinks. Uh, you know, I was so excited to be down there and just like see a bar, get excited and have fun with it. And uh, it was, <laughs> I mean, no, there's no other words. It just fucking was terrible. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. They just had, you know, Tatum had just the worst game of his career. It's weird that we keep saying this, like, every series, like, ah, he's having a bad game. He seems to bounce back every time, but, man, it's it, it makes it hard to defend when he plays that bad. That that yeah. one was awful. And, uh, and I, I, that's the thing about what – go ahead, Jay. I was going to say about the whole the whole bar scene, I, th- I thought – I'm not even a Celtics fan, but I think being in a bar scene when a team is winning is, like – an awesome experience and we just didn't even get that last night it's cool when you can be drinking and you have just like strangers you don't never need these people and you're like mm-hmm. you're high-fiving and doing this stuff and there was absolutely none of that last night because it was just a dud so even not yeah. being a celtics fan i kind of wish the celtics would have played a lot better uh just to experience that but it is what it is no i was gonna sit talk about tatum here a little bit and i'm not gonna go on one of my long diatribes about how much he's pissing me off but I just think that, like, you know, we keep going back and forth on this guy, and it's like he seems to bounce back. But I think the the problem here is, it, is he's doing it. He's having these bad games like every other game, and it's it's one thing. And you have like a true superstar. I feel like you look at somebody like LeBron or whatever like that. He may have one bad game, but it's probably one bad game in the playoffs. 
And then he like he just does what he does the rest of the time. Like where I feel like Tatum is just he's very been very inconsistent this playoffs. And obviously, as we know, I mean, as Tatum goes, the Celtics goes. I mean, there's very few. If Tatum plays really bad, the Celtics usually don't win. Um, so fucking sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was an all-time dud for him, dude. He just was it zero points in the second half. Is that what it was? A couple turnovers. And like three turnovers. Yeah, he. Yeah, he just he didn't bring it at all, and I mean that's clearly what makes the team go. Um. Jalen definitely brought it though. He had 40, didn't he? Yeah. That was pretty impressive. Uh, and I think it was, uh, I, I can't remember which one of you mentioned it this morning. It was, was it Brown, the first guy to have 40 points in a playoff game and be perfect from the, from second, well, from uh two point range or whatever. First guy ever in the NBA not history. Me. It was not me who said that, but, but might have been that short. is pretty impressive. Yes, it was. Um, <clears throat> it's just a game to forget. That's where I'm going to leave it for Tatum. I still know <coughs> it's, a, it's a shitty excuse, but because he's played, I think it's not a shitty excuse, but the fact that he's played in so many playoff games, but using the young excuse is kind of getting annoying. Um, he is young, but he's played a ton of playoffs, so he should know that he's got to fucking bring it every game. He just was a no show. Like he, he hurt them more than he helped. Like he didn't help mm-hmm. them at all. So he hurt them. It's like at least. Right. If you're not going to score, you're still going to be a factor, man, and, like, help this team. But you were, like, just fucking turn it over. It's, uh, he's got to figure I, it out. <laughs> and it's a, it's a, <laughs> For those who don't know, I just absolutely ripped a heater. Uh, little you little marijuana. You ripped a heater. Will help keep you calm in tough situations, okay? Also struggling to breathe over here now. <laughs> um. One thing, too, you know, it seemed like going into the series with Lowry being out, obviously he played last night, but it was like if J-Bot didn't dominate, Miami was going to have a hard time winning, and he needed help, and he got it last night. Bam had, what, like 30, oh, a little over 30, yeah. or 30. 31. Yep. 31, and like, you know, so if, you know, if he's getting, if, if J-Bot's getting help from somebody else, whether it's Lowry or, or Bam or whomever, um, the Celtics are going to have the hands full. Um, so. Now, it's funny that, like, people, when I th- when I remember the series that they had in the bubble, it was every time the Celtics won in the bubble, people were like, oh, Bam, Bam needs to show up. Bam, And I'm like, Bam's not that good. And then the next game, Bam would go nuts. And it was the same thing that happened last night. It was like, I don't think Bam's that good. And then he goes out there and he shows me who he the fuck he is. But... <clears throat> If Bam played that aggressive every night, he would be mm-hmm. a top 10 player in the NBA. He is so good at passing. He's obviously an unbelievable defender. He's his two his mid-range game is phenomenal. Uh I love like I I mean I, everyone would love that guy on your team because everything he does, but he just showed it last night why he's so good. I hate that he disappears. I mean, I love that he disappears when you're a Celtics fan, but I actually like the guy and I think he's a phenomenal player, but he showed why everyone was calling him out and why he can bring it and change the game. He's like a Draymond Green that can score, but doesn't like mm-hmm. say sh- doesn't like talk shit on the court. Basically, yep. that's basically what he is. Just a younger version of it. And uh, he had some duds the first two games of the series, and like I was just thinking like he was trash because I don't watch the Heat that often. And I feel like I think it was you, Shuri, last night. You said before the game like you thought he was gonna have a big game, and like he definitely stepped up big. Um, I don't even think I even saw when Butler got hurt. 
you know, super I don't shocked. think there was like a time when he got hurt. It just he didn't yeah. come out the second half, I think. Hard yeah, to remember. Sandy's, Sandy's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah I was kind of in a fog to me. So he's questionable game four, but I gotta imagine he plays, right? So this is this is a must win for Boston. For I sure. thought it. So yeah. Oh well, yeah. I I think I I think if they go back to Miami three one, it's over. Mm-hmm. I think the series yeah. is over in five. Um, <laughs> they can definitely win another one in Miami, but I don't think you're gonna win two, and you're definitely not gonna win three in a row. So I do think this is a must win. I always harp about like NBA is so huge for home court advantage, and I feel like it doesn't even fucking matter right now. Yeah, it's like crazy. road teams. Road teams are just winning all the time, you know. So yeah. kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, and you got. Next... Uh, and I was. Well, no, yeah, go I was gonna it. say I was gonna mention real quick about the uh, the other series, Dallas and yep. Golden State, and it's like. You kind of almost feel like Dallas missed an opportunity in game two to kind of tie that series back up and get back into the And They were up by what? 20 oh, over, yeah. over 20 at one point, And then golden state come back and won the fucking game by like 10. I, mm-hmm. it, I just think that it's, that's the, one of those type of losses. I feel like it kind of take a wind out of a team sales. I mean, I think Dallas is going to win one. Like I said, I think going into the series, I said, golden state five, I think Dallas, Wins one at home, but I think I think Golden State uh, closes us out pretty quick. Do you think Luca is the best uh, best player in the playoffs right now? Sure, he probably thinks Tatum. I think when Tatum plays up to Tatum level, Tatum's the best player. But uh, he's definitely to me been the most consistent. I think Curry's probably the best scorer, at least best for his team because well, Curry doesn't have to score. It's just the movement that guy does is unbelievable. Coming off screens and and then like you see his teammates feed off it like pool pools doing the same thing, you see Clay move around a lot. They 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 have such a good offense, but best like player I think consistently every night is probably Luca or Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's been fucking yeah he's solid awesome. as a rock. If you're starting an NBA franchise like every team starting over, would you start mm-hmm. with Luca? I would start with Tatum. I think his body build like holds up longer. But if you're giving me five years, I would take Luca. But I don't see his body holding up, and I'm not. I don't know if that's a why not? I, I feel like it. his game. But the thing about his game is like he never uses speed. He just he's crafty and he's all that. Yep. I feel like he, if he loses a step, what's the, what's the big deal? You know what I mean? That's the way I look at it for Doncic. I think that for his size right now, he's still quick enough. But if he loses any bit of a step, he's not gonna be able to get like the the corner people. Um, and then I think that also like that body being. A little bit heavier probably doesn't hold up the to injuries as well, like ankles and uh, just like shoulder soreness and stuff like anything like that. I just don't think that those, you know, a little bit thick of her body. You always see athletes like try to adjust their body as they get older and maybe he will. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm just thinking like Draymond Green was always like a little bit chubbier than he or thicker. I shouldn't say chubbier, but thicker changed his body, became in better shape and they 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 adjust. But <clears throat> and they last longer. But until he does that, I don't know if he will. You know what's funny? Yeah. Just looking at it because I have these two guys pulled up on my screen. That Luca and Jimmy Butler are both six foot seven and they weigh two hundred thirty pounds. That surprise you? Yeah. Surpri- surprises me. I would assume, yeah. I would have guessed Butler's way smaller than that, mm-hmm. or do Luca's heavier than that? But I think that also shows how strong Jimmy Butler is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think he is just a tough motherfucker. You wouldn't want to meet in the back alley. 
No, you would not. You would not want to. Uh, My fucking throat is on fire, just for the record. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. And I also just seen this giant. I don't know if I can even get it. It's a spider, dude. Uh, yeah, you can see it like second Whoa. paint to the top. He's on the roof. On the on ceiling. The roof. <laughs> uh, <laughs> barely see it. He's a big it, yeah. fucking spider, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's big. And he's. Ah, let's probably kill it. <clears throat> Goalie, you're on mute, but that's cool. <laughs> no, sure. He's been talking for the last ten minutes, so we just didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I, <clears throat> for me to be able, like, I'm, I show up. I am the opposite of Tatum. I show up every day, and I'm consistent, and I fight through, you know, hangovers. I fight through spiders, and I'm gonna bring the best contents with these boys ever. So that's what we're here for. Appreciate that. So. Monday night, my company, they put tickets up again for Monday night where I could have put my name into the hat for him, and I just couldn't do it. I was thinking Monday night, 8.30 game. I feel like it's way too late, 8.30 on a Monday. It just seems like a bright. I mean, if I was a fan of the Celtics, I'd probably do it because it'd probably be worth it, but I feel like that's just a rough way to start your week, being in Boston till like... Yeah. What time the game get over? Like 11, going. You're there till midnight. Yeah. No, you're not getting home till two o'clock. Yeah. No, forget that. That doesn't you, sound who, like a hell of a lot of So Caesar favored tomorrow night by six and a half currently. I'm sure Shuri, you probably think that they're going to win tomorrow night. I do. Yeah, they've been bound, they've been able to bounce back quite a bit. So mm-hmm. I think they win tomorrow night. I think getting Rob back will be nice if they do. Um, Aren't they perfect it, after a loss? Haven't they won every game after? Yeah, I think since January first, they haven't lost. They've lost once on a back-to-back, but they played the game without Al, uh, Jalen, Jason, and they went up to like Toronto, and they didn't play with anyone. There was like four starters that they didn't play with. So, so in the playoffs, uh, they haven't lost a back back-to-back. No, they haven't lost. Yeah. They have. They've only lost one back-to-back since January first, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I do yeah. think they bounce back. I do. I I am nervous of this series. Like I really think if the Celtics are gonna win, it's gonna have to be in seven. It's gonna be a dogfight. I I I just think they don't match up well with Miami, man. I I mm-hmm. the more I watch it, I just don't see it. So, like I imagine Tatum has a way better game. There's no way he throws another dead up like that. But then I also don't see Jalen having. There's no way Jalen right. and Tatum do the same thing on the same night. You know, right. like that kind of game. So, and I thought that the refs bailed them out earlier i mean i thought the first half i don't know how many field goals they had like i said we weren't like watching it like where we had volume or anything so but it felt like the celtics shot free throws and that was the only points they got in the first half so uh that's to me that's more of a bailout like i don't think that those were all fouls so i will be fair that i don't think the celtics um like like in the milwaukee series i thought there was some games where i was like bullshit there's not that many free throws or not that many fouls on the Celts. i don't think there was that many fouls on the bull uh on on the heat and i think that kept the celtics in it well, they didn't keep him in it, but they gave him something. Um, there really hasn't even been an exciting game in the series yet. Like, at, at game one, I feel like Celtics dominated, right? Game one? Well, the game, game one, Celtics had no business losing the game, the right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Game one, they he dominates third, third quarter. quarter there, basically, and it was just a blowout after that. Yeah. Game two, Celtics dominated, right? And then this yep. game, like, yep. I feel like the Heat just basically dominated, too. I mean, so they came like, back, cut it to one, but... 
Yeah. Uh, right as they cut it to one, it was like three minutes ago, and I don't think the Celtics scored again until like 30 seconds. You remember all that, dude? Yeah. The beers don't like mess with your memory. <laughs> they it do, messes but... my memory big time. I'm always always like, oh yeah, that did happen. And Katie would be like, oh, we uh my mom sent a picture of the kids, and I'm like, she did? And she's like, Yeah, you even we were even talking about it for a while. I'm like, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. I do that all the time when I'm drinking. <laughs> Not good. Not good. I mean, I also like watched, you know, was on online reading everything about Celtics this morning, so that helps too. That does help. Did you guys, were you able to watch the uh, PGA today? Uh, yes. I Well, I watched probably, I didn't watch it like all day, but I watched basically no, 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 no. the guys coming down the final, probably like six, seven, eight holes, something like that. I probably watched. Yeah, so. it was about the same for me. I watched, we watched the hockey games earlier today and then, uh, <clears throat> Then I we threw on the I threw on the golf there with like like I said I think Pereira I had was on like fifteen maybe something like that he had a rugged back nine I was just gonna what, say what crumbled. the fuck was what was like he trying to I, do dude, his shot this tee shot in eighteen it looked so, so bad I think didn't what it? so like his swing he he was trying to hit like a, a fade, low cut low yeah cut. he trying to hit a low cut well with fade cuts I mean, yeah. like whatever they're essentially the same thing i think what he was trying to do is play the ball low and just kind of run it up there a little bit i mean i run it up there a little bit it's probably still like 310 but uh and he just fucking he the ball started way too far right (laughs) and he was in a lot of fucking trouble after that um i it's so weird because like i like seeing these like feel good stories these guys that kind of come out of nowhere win but at the same time, I don't know what it is about major championships. All I want is like the the big dogs to win. Mm-hmm. So like I was kind of like I was kind of happy he. I didn't really definitely want to see him double bogey, but I kind of I was pretty happy he was gonna bogey. Um, that way Thomas and yeah, even Zalatoris isn't. I don't think he's a big dog yet, but um, but yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on. I I mean going into that hole, you know that you can. What he had to do, par it or bogey? He could have bogey it. He could just bogey. He right? could have bogeyed. Yeah. He could have bogeyed it, and then that would have forced the playoff. So you can go into the hole just knowing to par it, you win the tournament outright. Mm-hmm. And then he doubles it and he... doesn't even get a ch- chance at a playoff. It's just an absolute choke job. I wonder how much of it is just the pressure of like he the dude's never won a tournament in the PGA, and now he's been basically leading the PGA Championship for like I don't know how many holes he had to lead, but I feel like he was he was always in contention basically from day one. It seemed like, mm-hmm. and I wonder how much of it is just pressure of him just never being in that moment. I I think where the tournament was lost was when he, is when he in my opinion when he pulled driver out of the bag. Yeah. If he's a if he's a shot back and he needs birdie to like tie to go to a playoff, I get it. You're shot up. I said, I think I don't want to say the safe play, but you know, going in this, if I all I do have to all I have to do is make bogey and I'll get into a playoff. If I par, I win the tournament. Why he took driver there makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. Hit a three wood down there like 270, 280. You might have a little bit of a longer iron going in, but it's way better than risking putting it into that brook like he did. Yeah. So I, I I think he I think he lost a tournament when he pulled driver out on eighteen. I mean Zalatoris was in the playoff was down one and he told out three wood after after uh, JT piped his. Right. So he right. still went three wood because he knows it's probably he has a safer play and he has a better chance of you know 
getting up and down. Yeah, he had a better chance of making. Yeah. And so, I just, it wasn't on a, and I'll, you know, we wanted, we obviously didn't mention, you know, if people didn't watch JT, obviously won it. Um, did you guys remember the, who, who, who did, who did I pick to win the tournament the other day in the last podcast? JT. Your boy finally got one right. Yay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. The guys that me and Shory took both missed the cut. So. Spieth? Oh no, Spieth, Spieth made the cut, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He sucked, but he made the cut. Yeah. Um, so in that playoff, that three would that DJ, uh, that, uh, DJ, that Thomas hit on 17 was so fucking nice. Mm. I mean, he carried it like 300 with a little, little cut to it. It popped up. He two putted for birdie, but it was a what a fucking golf shot considering yeah. the, uh, considering the moment. And then you knew when he hit it. He kind of posed there for a second. And he cl- he spun, he spun that club spun so aggressive. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking. It was so good. It was huge uh, that on thirteen, uh, the first playoff hole where he basically played it safe after his drive was yeah. kind of in a rough spot. He played it safe, and then he was still able to get up and down for uh, birdie on that to birdie. tie Zalatoris in that hole. So that was like that must have been such huge momentum for him, knowing like I made the right call on this. You know what I mean? And get out of here. Right. Still tied with him. That was huge. Took a little butt, a little buttery. That's what's the one thing like impresses me. I mean, everything those guys do impresses me. But like, you know, for like us normal golfers, it's like them like seventy five hundred yard shots where it's just like little gentle, and they're like, oh, you're just gonna play a little draw here and skip it up there, and the thing goes up, takes like two hops, and like fucking stops on a dive. I'm like, God, that's man, awesome. Be so nice to do. It's incredible. Be so nice. Sherry, how um, much of it did you watch? Um, I watched a little bit early today. I didn't see the end, but I knew that like once I read about it, I was like, fuck, I gotta go find some highlights. So I went back and watched like all the highlights of it. Um, uh, but Thursday and Friday, I watched a ton. So, mm-hmm. um, I have like my office Man. out here and I can just like mute my TV and I just like put it up on the side and it was, I, I, you know, in between emails here and there, I got to watch quite a bit. Um, but um, it's, getting it's, into it more and more, especially now that I'm playing and like, yeah, you're and playing, now I'm yeah. like find myself watching it way more. So it's, it's I, I love to see tournaments, especially when it's not the U S open. Cause I feel like U S open always makes the courses like brutally hard for the players. It's nice yeah. to see these guys like struggle on courses. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, was it five under or six under won this? What was it? Five under. Five, five under five under was the winning score, which is it seems really low to me considering yeah. last week's tournament. I think that guy won it like under like twenty six under or something like that. So nah, it's, kind of, it's kind of nice to see these guys like actually struggle with it um, and have these up and down rounds because it basically like leaves the door open for anything. I mean, JT was seven strokes down going into the day yeah. on Mito Pereira. So I mean, it's just it's it's cool when these courses can challenge these guys, and that course looked pretty fantastic. It's like a sweet place. Yeah, it was um, – well, you want to talk about people struggling, and we can touch base on this. I wanted to a little bit. Um, I think Tiger's done. I don't know if that's a hot take. I don't know if that's me just like – Is that breaking news? Is that what you're hearing from sources? You got a source yeah, telling you? My, my sources. I just – he talked about – when he, he made the cut at the Masters, and he finished up, and he talked about how sore he was and how – it's going to take a lot more recovery to get through this stuff. And then he showed up to the, this weekend, made the cut again. I think he come out and shot like 79 on Saturday and withdrew from the tournament. Now I can look at, we can look at this in two, two different ways that he withdrew from the tournament. Cause he's like, you know what? Who gives a fuck? I'm tiger woods. 
I don't need the money. I don't need the 70 grand I'm going to get for finishing in friggin' 60th place. Let's just call it a day and they'll, he'll get ready, try to get ready for the U S open in like four weeks, three weeks, or it's, he was in that much pain laboring and he couldn't, he knew he couldn't make it another round. So I'm hoping it's screw it. I'm, I don't need the 70 grand. It's, you know, whatever. I want to get ready for the open, the U S open. But part of me thinks it's because he's just, he's, he's not gonna be able to do it anymore. Yeah. Do you, I wonder if I wonder like they'll ne- obviously they'd never do it, but if like he could use a golf cart and like just golf cart from uh-huh. shot to shot, like he so could. Split it. It, there's That's a guy. The so so there was a guy years ago, the guy yeah, by the name that. of Casey Casey Martin. So he was on the tour, and I think he got into a car accident, a pretty substantial car accident, and he went through the process and like appealed it. There's a number of situations where. They were just like, no, they wouldn't let him do it. They're like, that's just because they, they say it's too much of an advantage um, for an individual doing that. So he he appealed it a bunch of times and it just uh, it never happened. Um, obviously, he's not Tiger Woods. So mm. I feel like if anybody was going to be able to get like an exemption to do that, it would be Tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see it happening. I, you just you know, got to wonder about viewership, though. Like, you're right. If there's anyone that can do it. And you got to wonder how many more people watch these PJ tournaments with Tiger in it. Um, and then, like, yeah. watch him use a card. I think people would be like, oh, let's see what he's doing on the card. Like, I, I kind of feel like yeah. the views would just be popping. And I bet if you ask the players, too, I bet they wouldn't give a shit either. I was just, re- I just looked up Casey Martin after you said his name, and it, I don't think it was a car accident. He had, like, an actual, like, circulatory disorder that just, oh, like, causes. Oh. Yeah. But he actually got his leg amputated this past October, dude, because of it. So. Uh, okay. he even won a Supreme court case that should have allowed the Supreme court basically said they should have allowed them to allowed him to use a cart because of the disorder. So I wonder if that opens the door up for anything. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where the PGA tour, I do think is they still, a lot of them. It's stuffy, right? I mean, you stay, there's still a bunch of like, I don't want to say like stuck up assholes that I think run the PGA tour. I don't think that they've like really adjusted to the times in terms of how like the kids, like the, the younger players are and everything like that now. So I still, th- I think if there's anybody out there that can do it, it'd be tiger. Cause it's, it's fucking tiger. And it's like one of those things where like, well, do we want him to play in tournaments or would you want him just never to play again? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see it happening though. I, I, just, yeah, I don't either. I just don't think they will. Um, and I, sorry, I know you said like viewership and stuff. And I think if there was any time in the game of golf where the, the tour can afford Tiger no longer playing, it's now. Yeah. Um, I think there's so many young studs in the game, I think is in great hands. I mean, we, like Thomas won it today. Then, you you know, Rory had the best round on Sunday. Rory's still a huge getter. You got DJ, Rahm, Morikawa, Scheffler. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, we could talk about this all night. So I, I hope it's not the end for Tiger. I hope that he still has some really good golf in him and he can make some make some runs. But I just he really talks about how much pain and how like much recovery is needed after each round. And I just I'm wondering if if he's gonna be able to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I'm sure he'll get like more physical training like throughout this next you know six months and maybe that will be enough there. He's like able to bend over and grab the ball normal or. 
uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how far they take. I mean, he's gonna have the best of the best doing it. So maybe that will take him to a new level of physicality where he's able to handle it. I think Tiger's. I I don't think he would even entertain driving in a cart either to play. I just don't think he would do that. That's probably true. Because yeah. he's like the one who started like golf being in physical shape and being mm-hmm. in the best shape of your life to be the best golfer. Right. And that like that's kind of like what he built, not built his brand, but that's part of his brand is being that guy. Yeah. Like I understand it's like a it's like a competition, right? Like and it forces guys to be in shape so they can walk around, walk seventy two holes over a weekend. But I don't know. I, I just feel like it's like would be so much better if they just let everybody drive in carts. And I know that kind of eliminates the need for caddies in a sense, but um, I don't know. Golf is, especially for us, like when we play, like I won't even play golf now. If, I, if somebody's like, oh, yeah, I want to walk, that. I'm like, I don't fucking think so, dude. I am 36 years old. I'm fucking way out of shape. I ain't walking 18 holes. So Yeah, I'd walk nine, ever but not 18. Fallen out of the golf cart. Fallen out of it? No. I almost so... Why had, you say that? Um, well, I mean, if you had a few drinks or something, you know. And, why have and, you yeah. fallen out? I heard there was a group of boys that went this weekend, and I heard that they took a couple tumbles out of the golf cart. Um, like, you know, so uh, I mean, how, maybe how, if those couple uh, boys much? are listening, they they could confirm that. Um, but I've heard uh, a couple stories of them going to pick up a ball because they were playing a scramble. Um, they'd go to pick up a ball, and when they went to pick it up, they might have fallen out of the golf cart, took a couple tumbles. Oh, oh man! Oh, like when your golf cart keeps specifically moving by, like up basically, and you try to so, grab it. Yeah. No shit. I did. I've never fell out of a golf cart, but I did have a situation up to uh, the golf course at where by Lids Camp. Um, it was this was like five six years ago maybe. Me and my cousin Matt um were playing, and Lid came with us, so we had three people on a golf cart. And Matt was driving, Lid was in the middle, and I was on the outside. And you're coming down, like, there's one hole. It's, like, number six up there. It's a par five. And on the left-hand side, there's a couple rocks. And normally, they re-whack around them and, like, spray paint them orange so you can see what's going on. Well, for whatever reason, the fucking groundskeepers or whatever did not weed-whack around this thing. So the fucking grass was grown up past the rock. Well, my cousin's driving along full tilt as fast as that fucking golf cart would go. And he hit that thing square on. If the rack, like, where the windshield... Uh, holds everything in wasn't there i'd have flown right out of the fucking golf cart i buried <laughs> my shoulder into it and i'm like holy shit we had to like lift all we had to lift the golf cart up off the rock to like, get it off i mean it was rugged dude um but that's probably like the closest i've come to like falling out of a golf cart you know the videos of the assholes like when the buddies will be drinking and they like the someone will be walking and they'll like run them over with the cart would you ever ever oh do that no no, and if somebody did it to I me, I would. I know. If somebody did it to me, I'd murder him. I would legit beat him <laughs> with a golf club. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, that's a that's a warning to anybody who plays golf with me. If you do it, yeah, I will beat the right. fuck out of you with a golf club. Of the people that are we're playing with, who's one person do you think that might do that? We're playing with next uh, two weeks. Cole. That's <laughs> what I was thinking too. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> that fucking lunatic. Uh, yeah. Kev, do you remember the time? I don't know if Cole was there. I know Millage was there. Um, Kim was stone cold sober, but she was just driving us down like the road at, at camp, and we were in the back of the truck. And she thought it'd be funny to hit the brakes a few times as we were just sitting down in the back of the truck. 
And uh, one time Millage was like on his knees or like, so I don't know. He's like towards the back of the truck. So she hit the brakes. He come tumbling forward, hit the back windshield almost in yeah. his face. Oh my <laughs> God. He was so mad at her. Oh boy. Oh, that's good stuff, no, dude. That's when we were young and dumb, but. Um, so yeah. the U.S. opens in like three weeks. I think it's pretty quick. June 13th. Pretty quick turn. Oh, it's Buckley's Father's birthday, dude. Week. Nice. Oh, that's Father's Day weekend? weekend, right? Nice. Uh, oh, so. Maybe June sure, 19th. Yeah, June 19th. So yeah. that's uh, Brookline, the country club in Brookline. Uh, you've been yeah. there, right, Gola? I've no, I've never been to Brookline, no. What's the um, one you went to in Mass? Uh, did you go to a I tournament in Mass? Nope. The only tournaments I've been to was in, uh, it was at Baltus Hall Country Club in New Jersey and then Oakmont in Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, We tried to, so uh, Lid Nice plan for like our fathers was going to be to buy him tickets to this um, and go down. So, I think we, I got an email saying tickets were going on sale and then at a certain time and I was at work. So like, I just, I like, got hung up doing something so I couldn't, um, look at them. And then by the time I went on, they were all sold out. So I'm like, Oh fuck it. I'll just go on like StubHub or, or whatever and try to find them. $500 a ticket. I'm like, Oh, that ain't no. Oh, maybe brutal. if you wait closer to, maybe wait closer to, I don't know. Possibly we're, I lit and I are heading down the mass that weekend anyway. Um, her wow. father asked me to play in a scramble on Monday, um, in PBD. So I think it's in PBD. Is this but, the? So we're gonna go down anyway. Is this the country club? Is this the place Brady tried getting to and couldn't? Yeah, he lived on it. Yeah, but he did. I think he did eventually get on. He it. did eventually, but, but he was like on a waiting list, wasn't he? Yeah, and well, and so the the guy I was talking about earlier, my cousin Matt, his yeah. uncle is a member there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's one of the hardest places um, to become a member, isn't it, in the nation? I uh, probably yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, anybody, was... anything instead of like any place that's just they just refer to it as the country club. Yeah. It's probably it's probably pretty exclusive. So two things I didn't know, and and just I don't know if this just makes me an idiot or what, but one I didn't know that golf tickets would be like nearly that price because like you can't you don't you don't see the whole thing right like you can only yeah. watch one hole or you just follow what person so it's not like you're watching the whole tournament Mm -hmm. so i didn't think it would be that expensive holy shit i also didn't realize that there was like a max capacity you could allow on a golf course um i thought you'd just be able to sell like a million fucking tickets if a million people want to go sell a million tickets i can't even fathom i can't even fathom the number of tickets that they would put on sale to start with if someone told me it was like two thousand tickets or someone told me it was like a hundred thousand tickets i'd be like okay sure i don't i don't know i would say the biggest issue has got to be parking right like if you're gonna have that like it's probably not people on the golf course it's finding parking for them to get there and like where how far down the roads could they park right that's the thing is a lot a lot of these a lot of these places like last year um the pga that was at kiowa so that's I've been down there. I don't know four or five times now. It's usually one of the like where we go on our golf trip. You can't get anywhere. There's no there's like no parking anywhere near that fucking golf course. So like they were busing people in from off like off the Kiowa Island Resort, and then there was like satellite parking in certain areas of the island, and they'd bus people in because like you just can't get a lot of these places. You can't get close enough to them. So, um, but just just for reference, dude, I looked up right now. Saturday, so it's not even Sunday. General admission, access to event grounds and grandstand seating, six hundred and thirty-four dollars a piece. Oh my word! 
$634 a piece for, for how? On a Saturday. Check out Sunday. Oh, Sunday. One, General, one day? Mission. It doesn't even get yep. you like all four days? No, just one. That is, uh, that's nuts. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's uh, I didn't realize Saturday. It was... Let's go Sunday. Right there, what Sunday. A, what do Masters tickets go for? Oh, it's, it's, do you know what doesn't make any sense? Sunday right now, 589. They're like $100 cheaper for Sunday wow. than they are Saturday. Maybe people want to Saturday to drink and stuff. and. Yeah, so I think oh. like at the Masters, I think if you get drawn for tickets or whatever it is, I think face value-wise, they're not bad. But if yep. you try to buy them on the secondary market, you're going to pay mm-hmm. th- like, like probably a couple thousand dollars a ticket. Well, I mean, Masters prices are always great. Like the beer, the food prices there are like phenomenal. And that was like a big thing right. leading up to the PGA championship here is like beers were like 18, 19 bucks, weren't they? We weren't even yeah, we weren't even paying that at Fenway yesterday for like hey, a mixed drink. You know what I mean? No. No. And wow. you know what I said? I said this to Lid going back to Fenway real quick. Have the prices for beer gone down? I don't even remember what they were. I, I feel like you used to be able to go, you'd get a draft beer for like, I, I don't know why it was like a 10 or a 12 ounce cup for like $14, I feel like. And then pretty much everything now is, it's like eleven seventy five for a pounder, which is, don't get me wrong, it's still fucking no, expensive. That's, that but you're getting, though. but it's, you know, I thought it was better than I remember too. And mm. like even the mixed drinks, I think those were only like 13 bucks maybe. And they were like big drinks. They weren't small. Oh yeah. So, I uh, uh, I haven't. I just charge everything right on the credit card this week. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> I haven't looked to see how much it was, dude. <laughs> and I'm just don't I'm, want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I I don't know. I'll <laughs> just just go on and pay it off one of these days. But I just I I, I was today. I was like, do I want to go look at it? I'm like, nah. I'll just wait till I tomorrow. Know. I actually, you know what? I want to see. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it live right here to see what I. Now, granted, you guys, I did put the lunch on my card. You guys like Venmo me money, so it's probably gonna look a lot higher than it actually like should be. Um, but let's see here. I don't even know if the like the tip that we spent is on this yet. Either, I so. so I found out after now that we when we go on vacation with these boys, they don't have Uber because where they live, they don't need it. Why would they need it? So. <clears throat> the short dog will have to get the Ubers and they'll get me back the other way. But um, for the record, um, I am the only way of transportation around the city. Yeah. If it was us three for the boys. Oh, speaking of which, uh, what uh, I can text you after. I figured I was going to ask you guys about that if I owe you any money for that shit. Um, so I spent, and this is not including tip, uh, two fifty at Cask and Flagon. 20, and uh, then it looks like another like 120. <laughs> I just added up. Like, I don't know. 423. <laughs> <laughs> work, baby. Holy Let's go. fuck. Let's go. Love it. You know what? It's... Fuck it. That was good stuff, man. Yeah, so. Oh, oh, and I was going to say one thing, too, if you want to like go back to last night. So we get back to the hotel, um, and. So we were in like a suite or whatever, but there's only one bed. And then there was a uh, pull-out couch, and then Katie and Kevin brought in their mattress. So Lyd and I had fallen asleep and on the couch. And we, we woke up, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. And obviously the TV's off, it's dark in there. I'm like, holy crap, I got to take a piss. So I go take a piss, and like then I'm like, we have to open this 
this pull-out couch out, right? So in my head, I'm like, I don't know where there's any other blankets. I'm like, I've been on some of these pull-out couches before, and like you pull them out, and there's like at least a sheet on it. I'm like, we can figure mm-hmm. it out. Like We'll snuggle up to each other, right? So I come out of the bathroom, and I open the little closet that's in the bedroom. Now, Katie and Kevin are on the air mattress in there, and he and Kevin are in the bed. And I'm like, I don't want to make too much fucking noise because I don't want to wake him up. So I notice that there's like what appears to be a pillow in this plastic thing. And I'm like, I don't know if that's blankets and shit, so fuck it. So we let I pull the pull the pull out couch open and literally have to use a fucking mattress pad. Like pulled it off and used that as a goddamn blanket last night. Uh fuck. And then it was just I don't know. That's pretty yeah, It wasn't that's... that bad. We felt fine, but it was like the thing is, it's probably not the worst thing I've ever used as a blanket, so yeah, and it's like the older you get, you definitely like prefer your sleeping habits like the way you have them. Like you want your like when I was like you know young and I'd go sleep at a friend's house, like no matter what it is, I'll sleep on the mm-hmm. floor. Just give me a fucking towel right. and I'm I'm out for the night. But now at this age, like dude, I need a fan. I need uh, I need my meds before bed. I need uh my pillow. I I would actually love my L bean blanket. Uh, I'm such a bed hog now, like bed snob now. Um, the older I get. There's so many times where we're we're gonna go to like the in-laws for the weekend or something like that. I'll go up for the day and Katie's like, Do you just wanna stay up there overnight? Instead of like driving home to I'm like, No, I'd rather just I'd rather drive home, yeah, home get in, your bed. in the morning just to sleep in my own bed. So. No, it's I know, because like there's times and like with my going to my parents even my parents' house or something like that. And like, oh it looks like we'll say the same thing, you wanna stay up there? I'm like, Nope. <laughs> I'm like, because I hate I like, no offense to my parents, but I hate the fucking beds they have in this bed and like my brother and I's old old bedrooms. Um, so I just, I can't wait to like, not that I want to rush off this podcast, but I can't wait to get upstairs and go to bed. Like in my <laughs> just, own fucking bed. Yeah. Uh, so Zach with a big comeback on Sunday, he could have been wow. staked at six losses in a row, but he was able to pull off a W this week, dude. How you feeling, Zach? Uh, not great. No, if you're feeling good. No. You ever think about making a trade to maybe mix things up, dude? Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's time. Maybe you need to just shuffle the roster and uh, turn it up and see if you can ruffle some feathers. Possibly. I but offered him a like, drunk I, banger last night, and he yeah, just wouldn't but, even uh, wouldn't even entertain it. Yeah. I would not say I wouldn't entertain it. I just you were just start, you were trying to pressure me, dude. You as soon as you offered, you're like, dude, just do it, just do it, just do it, dude, just do it. I'll tell you who I would really like to get their thumb out of their fucking ass. And that is yes. the fat man. I'm going to start yeah. calling him fat again. That guy has been awful. Might have to change the intro and get your uh, your little bit of you screaming. Yeah, I got to I got to get him out. I got to get him out. Yeah, the, that might be the that's the only good game yeah. he's had all year. I think that's he had that three homer game that night. And if he yeah. didn't have that, he'd have uh, four homers on the year without that night. Yeah, he's not having a very good fucking game. Uh, good season right now his slugging is just in the last month he's legit his obp has been 327 and he's slugged 316 in the last month yikes that's his not batting good. average so, is, his batting average is 50 points lower than it was last year that's pretty large yeah i mean i think he's i mean i think he'll figure it out but i just like for him to figure it out sooner than later yeah. um but yeah no i mean i could shake up the roster again but i think like by shaking up the roster i would have to just like 
trade him to like one of the four people that always trade in the league. So I just be getting players back that I've had previously. So I'm not even really sure it makes any sense because like half our fucking league won't trade. So. So yeah. I'm learning that like as as somebody who was doing trade grades that the more I go back and look at my trades, like I feel so good and confident when I do them. And then I go back and look and I'm like, man, if I just I think I could have just stuck with this one and been better off. I would have been stuck with this. So right now that the fact my team's playing pretty well, I think I'm like, why entertain myself um fucking up my roster before, you know, the way <laughs> it's playing. So I have been yeah. hesitant and then also just like I mean like I have pitchers that I've added off the waiver wire and the way the season's going with the balls, it's like they've been phenomenal. So it's like I'm not in desperate need, even without uh, the idiot there from the Mets, uh, Jacob Degrom. Like with him on my IR all year, I die. It's I'm not in desperate need for any kind of pitching, so it's not like I need to make a deal. It's weird. I'm usually sending out like at least thirty offers a week. Um, in years past, I think Pelchi <clears throat> and I are probably the top two most trades in our league, if I remember right. Um, so. Uh, one thing I want to I want to say I don't know a ton in the story, but I think it's pretty cool. Uh, maybe Thursday this past week, maybe Wednesday or Thursday, Nolan Gorman and Matt Libertor both get called up same same exact day. They're both on the Cardinals. Like if this is such a cool story because these guys have been best friends since like I don't know, like five years old, six years yeah, old. Yeah, exactly. Five years old. Grew up like in the same town, like we're in the same like little league teams growing up, and then like they get drafted three picks apart. I think it was. Uh, by the Cardinals, and then they both get called up the exact same day to the Cardinals, and it's such a cool story. Awesome. Yeah. Love the Cubs. And I, they're just awesome. G- Gorm, yeah, like I showed Shory one this morning from when um, Rushman. with Rutschman, which was pretty cool. But yeah, Gorman got Gorman got called up uh, major leagues, and he got called up for on Kent Murphy too. So he did. Maybe he'll uh, add some spark. He's actually been pretty solid. He has been rock. good. Yeah. Uh, no ding dongs yet, but uh, OPS you know over 1.2. Yeah, I mean, he's probably gonna sustain that the whole year too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, it was um, yeah. And then Rutschman obviously gets called up too. That's pretty awesome. I love this. I think this year is awesome. Like this, we've been hearing these big name studs like Witt and you know Rutschman and J Rod right. and I'm probably forgetting some more. Torkelson and Torkelson, yeah, yeah. And so like all these big names we've been hearing about for the last like three years, now, now they're all up. I feel like, and it's it's pretty awesome. They yeah, haven't the been game is performing in the great. Spot. Yeah, but they're I think they're coming. Like what's coming around a little bit now, yeah. isn't he? And I think I mean I just like I know Torkelson was on like the biggest slump of his life, and then I think like they've only scored one run the last two games, and one was a home run by him, and then one was an RBI double. So. Maybe he's coming out of his slump, too. Uh, I only know that because he's on my team. But, um, like, J-Rod's struggling, but he leads the majors in stolen bases, I've been told, this weekend. So, there's some struggle, which is typical. And I also think, like, the balls are playing a factor in it as well. Like, they're going – because from what I've read, like, the, the balls at AAA are different. So, that could play a factor. Oh, they're, like, using more yeah. juiced-up balls? Yeah, they don't use – yeah. Exactly. They always like toy from what I've been, what I've read is they always like toy with the fact of like different balls at different systems. So like double mm-hmm. a will have different than triple a the way they lace them, the way they put, you know, the, the 
whatever's in the middle of them and stuff. Like they just always are toying with them, which is so dumb. And uh, I think one of those leagues too is also doing the automated pitch zone. I think too. They're just testing it out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See how that works. Which I think will happen in the future. Yeah. The, I, I feel like we see it just about every day now where an umpire yeah. makes a stupid bonehead call and you just, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm yeah. sure those that are adding up. How can you argue an automated strike zone? And there's nothing more fair than an automated strike zone. So, yep. I feel like that is going to be something. If, once they get to that point, I think pitchers are going to get be getting pinched so much. Like, I mean, I feel like there is some play in everybody's strike zone. And um, obviously you have like dickheads like Angel Hernandez where it's like they'll go mm-hmm. like 10 inches outside the plate or lower high. But I feel like it's going to be a lot more difficult for pitchers once they automate the zone. Because I feel like it's going to shrink this zone down to what it actually is. Yeah. Um, I wonder what the percentage of balls that are balls that are called strikes or strikes that are called balls. Like, I wonder which ones. I mean, I I, I would agree. I would think that balls that are, are called strikes is higher, but I would just love to see what the actual like numbers are on that. Right. Yeah. No. Is got there uh, what's that? You got anything else? No, I don't have anything really. I mean, that was it. Um, we still got a good hour of uh, talking, which is great. Um, we had a great weekend. I think we're all a little bit ready for bed. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Got a long weekend coming up, so that's good. I will be at Oakdale. I think a couple mornings this weekend. If you guys want to join. Or if anybody wants to hit me up, let me know. I will. I don't know who I'm golfing with, but I would like like to go to Oakdale a few times. I'm at I'm at my camp up there. Are you taking the week what off? Are, what are you doing this weekend? Just Friday. I'm staying uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night there. Because if uh, yeah. if we are Lid and I are around, um, I'll hit you up on that. I think uh, we we thought that her a couple of her uncles were heading up to the camp this week to open it up put the docks in and stuff but i guess they're not going up till a week from wednesday so we may uh take advantage of the camp being open and uh maybe i'll probably take friday off let will work from the camp on friday and go up there for a nice four-day week but uh four-day weekend but i'll let you know sounds great i would uh love for you guys to join me for a round and uh watch me struggle Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, blow through some balls, but um, definitely been picking up a ton of golf lately, so it's good. It's fun. Oh, I love it. Another tournament so, coming up. I can't wait. Um, that's going to be what, two weekends change. from now. Had a venue change. Yes, we had to change our venue because the one we were going to go to, I guess they lost like seven greens uh, during the winter, which is insane. It's not good. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so we're going to play Spring Meadows in gray. Um, yeah, June was it June fourth? Yep. I and I've I've said this to the guys this weekend too. Like the f- simple fact that you guys are actually getting into golf more is awesome because really like the only person I played golf with a lot was Vet and mm-hmm. obviously he'll he hasn't been yeah. living on Nantucket just like most of the time during the summer like it just didn't happen. Um, you know I play a couple rounds with my brother and my dad and but like as far as like. You know, some of my friends, like nobody really played um, Capone a little bit. But so now that like you guys are getting into it more, it's uh, it's nice. Yeah, I now, told if, only it's could get, 
If I could only get one of you guys into fucking hunting. That's what I said. I said I'm gonna pick up hunting too, dude. Well, you uh, we'll talk about an influence. You've uh, gotten gotten me into golf, and you've got a hockey guy now. Yeah, Kev's hockey guy. Yeah, I'm huge See, into you, that. You're yeah. making quite a big, quite a bit of an impact, there, Gola. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe by this fall, one of you guys will want to fucking go hunting with me. So <laughs> I do have my hunting's license, but I will you not. Do. Yeah. Why? <clears throat> I was going to do it, you know, went a few no, times. I meant, I meant, why wouldn't you do it? I just, I just have so many things to do and sitting out in the woods and just watching trees blow in the wind and not quite for me. Yeah, I, I get it. So. I, well, I don't get it. I respect I think it's it. Awesome. I My would definitely do like some bird hunting, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Probably before deer. I don't think I just want to like sit still the whole time. Um. So bird hunting probably. Uh, yeah. I don't really sit still when I deer hunt. I, I'm. Well, it, it, I guess it all depends. If we have snow on the ground, I'm on my feet moving pretty much all the time because I'm like trying to track them or whatever. But, um, yeah. I fucking love it. And if I'm I am gonna go with anyone, no it. offense, I'm probably gonna go with Keith Brennick. That motherfucker shoots three deer a year. I don't even know how. Yeah, because he shoots. He, because he lives in a fucking area where there's like 17,000 of them per square mile. It's impressive. Yeah, I'm calling I, you out, Keith. I'm calling you out, Keith. Whoa. Um, I definitely wouldn't go with a Tommy Puglia or definitely not Ruffy. I went once with Ruffy, so I went golf. I mean, I went uh, hunting. Uh, quick story before we end it. I went I went hunting with uh, Ruff and Keith actually once when I was in college. And Keith and I walked down to some area, came back up, and we heard from quite a bit of a ways uh, some loud noises. And the closer we got to the vehicle, uh, Ruff was just snoring in front of it um, like a bear. He is the loudest snorer of, of anybody I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I've been I've been with him a couple nights, dude, and it's unbelievable. Like, I don't even know how – like, his wife's got to hate him. <laughs> Like when it comes to him snoring like that, she's just got to be like, yeah. holy shit. But it's impressive. Well, I mean, I think that's it for uh, today. We talked on some good stuff over the weekend. We'll have a another one on Thursday. We'll definitely, we're going to add another draft for that one, um, a top five. So um, be ready for that. If you have any suggestions, let us know on, on a topic. Um, but follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter subscribe um like our podcast we appreciate it and if you have anything you want to uh talk to us about don't don't be afraid to reach out i know i've had people on facebook that i haven't talked to in years reach out uh it's fucking awesome shout out nick so uh mm, awesome cool. yep you guys got anything else nah good man all right well let's have a good fucking week that's right peace thanks guys yeah.